Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Second Amendment Foundation Studio, powered by Beretta, this is the American Gun Show, informing and educating the people of this great nation. Now for your host and defender of your rights, Jason Reeve. And welcome into the Second Amendment Foundation Studios right here from North Judson, Indiana. How the heck is everybody doing tonight? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome into the American Gun Show powered by Beretta. I am your host, Jason Reeve, the voice of freedom. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, If you lived in a free state, if you lived in a slave state like Oregon, and California, where they basically told you they would throw you in jail if you had Thanksgiving relatives over, which is a bunch of garbage. But <laughs> to say to say for the least, right, folks? But you know, this this whole idea that they're doing this for public safety is just an absolute crock. I mean, it is absolute BS that these people think that they are doing this for public safety. This doesn't have anything to do with public safety. It has to do with controlling you. And, you know, to be completely honest with you folks, I'm, I'm going to say some things right now that are probably going to be a little bit controversial for some of you and I'm probably going to anger some of you for it because we've allowed this to happen. We've allowed this to happen when it comes to our first amendment rights. We've allowed this to happen with our second amendment rights. I mean, and, and so on and so on. We have allowed this to happen because we didn't take a stand back when this woke idea And the social justice warrior stuff started happening. You know, we thought what was reasonable and the fact of the matter was what we thought was reasonable. The more they took, the more they took, the more they took. And now 
we're in a situation where we're at right now. And let me put it to you this way as far as is guns are concerned. Permits. We have a constitutionally protected right to keep and bear arms, which means to have and to carry arms, for those of you who don't understand Old English. A permit is an infringement of that right. Somebody on the left's head is exploding right now. Well, what do you mean it's an infringement on your right? Let me let me explain to the uh, the leftist out there. See us uh, us constitutionalists and Second Amendment advocates. We understand this completely. It says right in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment shall not be infringed. In most states that have permits. You have to pay the government to get your permit. You're essentially paying the government to exercise your right, which, in sense, essentially, it's not a right, it's a privilege at that point. Because you have to ask the government for permission to exercise your right. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning about hunting. And in Indiana, we passed a, in 2016, we passed a law that was the right to hunt. And that's what kind of got me thinking about this, this whole privilege right thing, right? That here we are going, yeah, we have a right to hunt in the state of Indiana. Then I'm like, yeah, but wait a second. Didn't you have to go pay to get a license to go hunt? Now, I know there's some there's some things here that, you know, we, we can discuss and we can discuss this a little, a little later on. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that here we are saying we have a right to do something. But yet we have to pay in order to exercise that right. So if we have a right to hunt and fish in the state of Indiana, or if you have that in your state where you live. But yet you have to pay to get a hunting license or a fishing license. Then it's not a right. It's a privilege at that point. Now swing that back to the Second Amendment and carrying a firearm. The fact that we have to pay money to get a plastic card or a piece of paper, whatever you might have in your state to say, yeah, this person can legally carry a gun. The Constitution already says that we can legally carry a gun. The Bill of Rights already says that we can carry a gun. And folks, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is the law of the land. It is the supreme law. This is not only just the fact that it's the supreme law, but the Bill of Rights basically says... This is the stuff that the government cannot take away from you. But yet, we're paying the government to exercise our right. How does that make sense to anybody? Now, I know states like Indiana here, where they've done away with the fee for the permitting process for the five-year fee, or five-year permit. But let's look at our neighbors over to the west of us in Illinois. 
they have to get a FOID card before they can even purchase a firearm. You have to, and I, I don't know the process of, of getting the FOID card, um, but the, the citizens of Illinois have to get a permission slip from the government in order to own a firearm. Do we have to do that for any other rights? Do we have to get a permission slip from the government to exercise our First Amendment right? I guess some people could make the argument, yeah, we're doing that now because of the COVID restrictions. But the point I'm trying to make is like, do we do that for those rights? Do we have to pay a fee, a tax, whatever you want to call it to do that? Folks, we've all, we have all failed the liberty test on this one. Liberals, conservatives, left, right, whatever you want to call it. We've all failed in this level. And my, and this is, this is strictly my opinion. But if you're a person like me that believes that that document sitting over in Washington, D.C., that's the supreme law of the land and that's what we go by. We failed the liberty test on that one. Because we've event, we have basically conceded to people that, hey, you know what, if I want to exercise my right, yeah, I'm going to pay the fee to, to get a carry permit. And I know what some of, you, some of you out there are thinking. Well, what about the constitutional carry states? That's what should be the case across the land. It should be from coast to coast. From border to border, it should be constitutional carry in the United States of America. Plain and simple. Well, how are you going to know if a bad, if it's a bad guy or a good guy carrying a gun? How do you know that now? How do you know that now? We have been we have been told over and over again, folks, that whenever we try to do something to get our rights back or enhance our rights. We're always told that blood is going to run into the street. Remember when the first constitutional carry states started happening? Well, there's no way to tell a bad guy from, from a good guy with a gun. We don't know if they have a gun. We don't know if they're good or bad. Blood is going to run in the streets. It's going to be wild, wild west out here. And yet that's never happened. And again, leads me to my question. How do you know that person's a good dude or a bad dude to begin with? The him carrying a gun automatically makes him a bad person. Is that is that what we're trying to go with this here? And in some cases, folks, we've compromised our rights. Well, okay, we'll go ahead and we'll 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 do this as long as we get this in return. There should be no compromise for our constitutionally protected rights. They're not negotiable. I don't even know if I said that right, but <laughs> the point is they're not up for negotiation. That's the whole point of it being a right is that it's not up for negotiation. It's not up for debate. The debate ended back in 1791 when the Bill of Rights was ratified. Right to keep and bear arms, right to free speech, right to freedom of assembly, right to free press, right to freedom of religion. All that stuff. 
We shouldn't be debating these things anymore, but yet here we are. We're debating them. If that was the case, you wouldn't have... <laughs> if we weren't debating rights, I wouldn't have a show. Let me put it to you that way, folks. The point is, is we've got to take a stand. At some point in time, we have to stand up and say, look, we're not doing this anymore. And some people are starting to do that. We're, we're seeing that happening in California. We're seeing that happening in New York. We're seeing that happening in some small towns in Illinois. So, I mean, we're starting to see some pushback here. And don't get me wrong, folks. I think that's great. I, I really do think that's great. But we should have never gotten here in the first place. By us compromising our rights and negotiating our rights, this is where we've ended up. And you have people out there that are like, well, if you just give up a little bit of liberty, everything's going to be better. If you just give up a little bit of liberty, it's like what they're doing right now with the COVID pandemic. If you just give up our, your Thanksgiving dinner with your family, you're going to save lives and this is going to go away. Except that it's not. COVID's not going anywhere. Then you have the gun control groups. Well, if you just give up a little bit of your liberty, it's going to stop shootings from happening. But it won't. You want to know why I know it won't? Last night, Black Friday, there was a shooting in Sacramento, California. Not a whole lot of details on it, but a 17 and a 19-year-old are dead. They're looking... and. They're looking, this is the description that we have on the person, an 18 to 25 year old. That's who we're looking for, an 18 to 25 year old. Good luck with that out there, folks. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that these gun control groups will tell you, just give up a little bit of your liberty and it's all going to be okay. You're going to save lives. Next, 10 round limit on magazines, red flag laws, uh... Ammo, you got to get a background check to buy ammunition. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And yet, it still occurred. But yet, here we go. Just give up a little bit of your liberties and it'll be okay. Are we so sure about that? Or is it just give up a little bit of our liberties so they can chip away and chip away and chip away? Until eventually, it's gone. Folks, we can't allow this to go on anymore. We need to take a stand. And if we are going to compromise, which any of you that know me know I'm not a person that compromises, then we need to compromise on things that are going to make it better for us. And not just giving the left what they want. We'll be right back after this. Looking for a new firearm? But Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know where to start. Well, look no further than Taurus. Taurus has a variety of firearms from revolvers to semi-automatics. These firearms include the Defender 856, the G2C, the all-new G3, and the TX-22 2019's Guns and Ammo Handgun of the Year. Taurus firearms are reliable and reasonably priced. Go to TaurusUSA.com to browse their selection of firearms. Taurus Firearms, designed to protect. Hello folks, Jason Reeve here. As you know, I am a proud supporter of the National Concealed Carry Association. The NCCA exists to serve the Second Amendment community by providing a nationwide network of Second Amendment advocates, offer elite self-defense and concealed carry training from the nation's top instructors, and provide rock-bottom prices on the best selection of gear and accessories. The NCCA serves those who honor and value our God-given right to own a firearm and endeavors to promote a community that is welcoming to all firearms owners of all experience levels. The National Concealed Carry Association provides its members the absolute lowest prices on gear, guns, and ammo. NCCA members enjoy shopping thousands of products with zero dealer markup, receive gear quickly and cost-effectively with unlimited free shipping, and keep more money in their pockets with zero credit card processing fees. However, the NCCA seeks not only to unite and fortify gun owners by offering the best gear at the lowest prices, but also by providing our community with the latest insight on guns, gear, and ammunition important industry and political news, interviews, and tips from top-level certified instructors, as well as best practices for military and police personnel. The NCCA encourages safe, responsible, concealed carry, and celebrates those who are brave enough to protect not only themselves, but their families and their communities. We believe that every brave man and woman who takes on the responsibility of carrying concealed should be honored and thanked for their dedication to not only keeping themselves safe, but also protecting their family, loved ones, communities, and country from all threats, foreign and domestic. For those that protect and defend, we thank you. We are your people. To learn more about the NCCA sign up as a new member, please visit www national concealed carry association.com slash join of the American Gun Show is brought to you by Taurus Firearms. Now back to the voice of freedom, Jason Reeve. Welcome back to the show, folks. And I got an email uh, late this week. Uh, came in uh, Thanksgiving night. And this person was a little bit upset that I did not talk about Chicago 
uh, for the past couple shows because I was I was talking about some other things and I kind of just drifted a little bit away from Chicago. So in keeping with that tradition, I'm going to talk about Chicago. <laughs> Thank you very much for the email. I do appreciate that. Uh, this is a story from AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News, dated November 23rd, 2020. 50 people shot, five killed over the weekend in Mayor Beetlejuice's Chicago. Of course, listen to this, folks. And, and, you know, again, it's pretty bad that we are basically using Chicago as a scorecard at this point. I, I hate to do it, but the numbers don't lie, folks. The, the numbers do not lie, and we are seeing a uptick in violence in Chicago. Uh, they've well passed over 600 homicides for the year, which has been the highest, I think, since 2016, 2015. But this is what the article says here, folks. The numbers don't lie. 50 people were shot, five fatally, over another violent weekend in Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. Breitbart News reported nearly 40 people were shot Friday into Saturday morning alone. 40 people were shot Friday into Saturday. Nearly The nearly 40 victims included four people who were fatally shot during that time frame. On Monday morning, ABC News and the Chicago Sun-Times reported the number had increased to 50 shot and 5 dead. The first firearms-related fatality of the weekend occurred Friday at around 5.15 p.m., the second about 8.30 p.m. the same night, and the third at about 12.30 a.m. on Saturday. The fourth fatality occurred about 7 p.m. Saturday and the fifth at 10.15 p.m. Saturday. The Chicago Tribune reports, listen to this, folks. This is staggering. 673 people were killed in Chicago between January 1st to November 9th, 2020. The Tribune notes that a total of 3,619 people were shot. And that's including fatal and non-fatal shootings. 23 people were also shot on Monday following the weekend, November 16th. Folks, these are staggering numbers coming out of the city of Chicago. I mean, this is this is what it basically equates to in, in the city of Chicago. A person is shot every two hours in Chicago. Think about that. Every two hours, somebody is getting shot in the city of Chicago. A person is murdered every 11 hours. They are averaging two murders. Well, well, they're basically averaging two murders a day is where it's going. We're sitting here and we're looking at these stats. I'm looking on a a website right here. Uh, I can't say the name of the website due to FCC uh, (laughs) restrictions. But we are on par. Let's just take a look at the years here, okay? 2016, 722. 
Oh, that was shot and killed. Hold on a second. Let me... Oh, what did my computer do here? <laughs> this is how many... Okay. 2016. Here we go. 808 total homicides in 2016. 2017. 685. 2018. 591. And here we are, 2019, where we're sitting at, or 2020, where we're sitting at 673. It's absolutely astonishing. I mean, we saw crime going down in the city of Chicago, and now we're looking at the, this percentage. Seven hundred. Uh, actually, the number went up from what Breitbart reported. We're sitting right now at 728 total homicides in the city of Chicago. Will we push to that 808 mark like we saw in 2016? It's possible. I, I would certainly hope that that wouldn't be the case. But again, what does Lori Lightfoot have to say about this? Well, it's Indiana's fault. Of course it is. Because of Indiana and those damn lax gun laws. Man, how dare these people. Even though, as I've pointed out on this show over and over again, you can't buy a gun over state lines. It's against the law. It's against federal law. And even though we don't have things like Floyd Floyd cards in the state of Indiana, you still have to pass a background check. When you go to an FFL. More importantly, the ATF doesn't even support Lori Lightfoot's claim. And folks, this problem is not just related to Chicago. We are seeing this all over the country. We're seeing violence creeping up in major cities all across the country. This is not... This is not just a Chicago thing. Now, I know I rail on Chicago a lot and I give Chicago a lot of crap, but the reason I do that is because I live an hour from Chicago. I love Chicago. I love the food up there. I love walking on the beach. I love being downtown, going to the zoo, going to the museums. I mean, I proposed to my wife in front of Sue the Dinosaur. This is all a great city like Chicago has been being destroyed by Democrats. And the same problem you have in Illinois because the people that live in Chicago are controlling Illinois' politics. You know, I've said this over and over again for people in Illinois. You get out of Chicago, you get out of the, the Springfield area, the Rockford area, that, that kind of area, Illinois is bright red. And let's let's keep in mind, too, Illinois had themselves a bit of a Second Amendment sanctuary movement where counties in Illinois were declaring themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries. Democrat control. In Chicago for a hundred years. As my friend Mark Walter says, you show me a city in decay and I will show you a city run by Democrats at every level for decades. Prove me wrong. 
all in all, folks, I mean, it's this goes back to what I was talking about in the first segment. How we've allowed these kind of things to happen, because like I was like I brought up. You have to have a Foyd card in Illinois. Do you think those do you honestly think those people that were involved in these shootings over the weekend have a Foyd card? Do you think they went through the process to get a FOID card? Do you think they went through a background check to obtain their firearm? Of course they didn't. But yet, for some reason, people like Lori Lightfoot, Mayor Beetlejuice, will look at you. You might not be able to tell which eye she's looking at you from. But she looks at you and says with a straight face, if we had more gun control the shootings would go down. Chicago and Illinois have some pretty strict gun control laws, folks. I've told you guys before, Google up Illinois gun laws. Yes, you can get a permit in Illinois. Yes, you can get, it's a shall issue state. But yet when you look at all the places you can't go with a firearm, it's easy, to be honest with you, it's easier for me to list the places you can go with a firearm than you can't. It's, it's astonishing. I feel, and and even though I say Chicago is a scorecard, which it's really, it's unfortunate that that's what Chicago has turned into. It's a scorecard. We don't sit here and come on the radio when, okay, here we are Saturday night. I'm sitting right here in the Second Amendment Foundation studios. And I'm sitting here thinking, it's not a matter of if people are going to get shot in Chicago and killed. It's the matter of how many. How many people are going to get shot and killed? And the truth is, we shouldn't be thinking that way or talking that way. And to be completely honest with you, as far as Chicago goes, those are Americans just like me. I feel bad for them. But this is what happens when you let Democrats control everything for decades. They promise and promise and promise and they never deliver. It's just really unfortunate. Folks, we're going to step away for a timeout and then... uh, It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When we get back, we're going to jump from one uh, Democrat controlled city to another. We'll be right back after this. Jason Reeve here, and I've got a question for you. Are you a new gun owner? Do you carry a firearm for protection? Are you prepared to deal with the legal fallout if you have to defend yourself or your family? Look at what happened to the McCloskeys. Look at what happened to Kyle Rittenhouse. They defended their property and their lives, and they are now facing felony charges. Well, you are in luck. 
there's an organization out there that can help. The United States Concealed Carry Association, the USCCA. They provide training, education, and legal protection if you ever have to use your firearm to defend your life or the life of your loved ones. Discover why more than 465,000 responsibly armed Americans protect their families with a USCCA membership. Visit uscca.com or facebook.com slash the American Gun Show to join now. The USCCA, born to protect. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. I've tried many holsters with minimum success. Then I tried the cloak tuck, an inside the waistband holster made by Alien Gear Holsters. They also make the Shapeshift Holster Series, have lifetime warranties, and are made right here in the USA. Visit AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their selections and find the best holster for your lifestyle. Are you looking for an iconic firearm to add to your collection? Well, look no further than Beretta Firearms. Beretta is the oldest firearms manufacturer in the world, supplying firearms as far back as 1650. In fact, the Beretta 92FS was the primary sidearm for the U.S. Armed Forces. Beretta has all types of handguns, rifles, and shotguns to fit your needs, whether it be home defense or concealed carry. Handgun Options include the 92 PX4 Storm and the new APX series. Beretta is known for reliability and effectiveness. That's why so many military and law enforcement have relied on Beretta. Visit Beretta.com to view their selections. Beretta, win the fight. The Second Amendment Foundation is one of the most important gun rights organizations winning lawsuits at the state and local level, but we need your help. Join or donate at saf.org and help us win back your gun rights. of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Visit uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. And we're going to, as I said before the break, we're going to go from one Democrat-controlled city to the other. And, of course, it is with is gun control. Now, obviously, that's an issue everywhere. However, it seems that Philadelphia has a bigger issue on their hands. The city that got mayor waging a gun control campaign against law-abiding gun owners can't even account for more than 200 of their own firearms. Philadelphia's sheriff's office was blamed in a report for failing to account for 210 taxpayer-funded service firearms and firearms that were seized. 
They went missing between 1977 and 2015, and it only became an issue now. Wow. They can't, they want to control your guns, but they can't even keep control of their own guns. Does that make a lot of sense to to you folks at home? This began an investigation that showed the city's missing gun issue was 173% bigger than what was first believed. The people tasked with enforcing laws included court security and prisoner transfers couldn't follow their own regulations and keep track of their own guns. Now, of course, the Philadelphia gun control cabal, including Democrat Mayor Jim Kearney, is sure to miss the irony here. Now, let's look at the situation and let's look at this with an open mind here, folks. The same people who want to use law enforcement to curb the gun rights of law-abiding citizens and track and confiscate guns can't even keep track and control of the ones that they're responsible for. Officials are saying, nothing to see here. Just just move along. It's like that cop in South Park. What's that, what's that cop's name in South Park where like every time something happens, he just, move along, folks, nothing to see here. We don't have nothing going on here. A year-long investigation by the city controller's office, quote, they blame, quote, physical disorganization and poor record-keeping by the sheriff's office. You know what I have to say to that? Well, duh. Firearms belonging to the sheriff's office and those that were seized were not properly maintained and there wasn't records kept on them. And here's something else that they found which was even more scarier. Some of the guns that they did find were still loaded. Holy crap. There are large numbers of guns that the city simply don't know where they're at. They don't know if the city bought them, took them to some, no, took them from a criminal, or if they're simply just there. And these people who you'd think would be able to tell citizens of their city what to do with their firearms, this is downright insane, folks. This is really interesting to me that they're, the people like Shannon Watts and Chris Brown and everybody else, they want you to trust these incompetent people with the power to restrict your right. Now, of course, guess what the city's doing? Just like any good liberals and Democrats. Well, it was the old regime, regime's fault. It was the old regime's fault. Yeah, but it's their problem. We we just inherited it. Folks, have you ever sat back and thought that, hey, wait a second, these are the people that 
Chris Brown and Shannon Watts and all of them, they're supposed to be trusted with guns, but me and you aren't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't see how it works that way. The unfortunate thing with this is, is that these people also seem to be set on taking power at the national level in January and imposing restrictions on me and you. Isn't this just amazing? Isn't this just amazing? I mean, this is just absolutely wow. I mean, what else, uh, what else could this be here? Right? Unreal. Absolutely unreal. All right, folks. And I called it. I'm going to move on here because I called it and I told you guys I was going to call it. I said it on Tuesday. I said it again on last night's show. Michael Bloomberg's gun control groups are descending in Georgia to back Democrat Osloff. Democrat Senate candidate John Osloff is endorsed by Michael Bloomberg's funded group, Everytown for Gun Safety. Everytown originally announced its endorsement for Osloff in September of 2020, then reannounced it following the developments of the January 5th, 2021 runoff between Osloff and pro-Second Amendment Senator David Perdue. On November 8, 2020, Everytown posted their announcement of support of Osloff in a runoff, making clear their backing, including the support of Michael Bloomberg's gun control subsidiaries. Moms demand action for gun safety in America. Everytown's John Feiblant said, quote, David Perdue has declared to the gun lobby and opposes, he's a, oh man, my computer is acting up tonight. All right, there we go. David Perdue has declared his allegiance to the gun lobby and opposed bipartisan gun safety measures like universal background checks on all gun sales. Every town's grassroots army is ready to do the work to send David Perdue packing. End quote. Moms Demand Action founder Shannon Watts said, quote, we are ready to send David Perdue packing because instead of working for Georgians, he prioritizes special interests like the gun lobby, panders to extremists in their party, and caters to the view of the far-right conspiracy theorists. You ever notice how whenever, whenever we stand up for a right, whether it be a Second Amendment or First Amendment, if it's something that they don't agree with, it's we're conspiracy theorists and we're far right. Now, of course, Watts' criticism of David Perdue's pro-Second Amendment stance is meant to keep uh, attention away from the whole truth regarding Ossoff's radical gun control agenda. For example, on November 10th, 2020, Breitbart News reported that Ossoff wants to ban all semi-automatic rifles and magazines, which the left categorizes as high capacity. Ossoff also wants to introduce a federal red flag law, universal background checks for gun purchases, and more restrictions at gun shows. Moreover, on November 11, 2020, Breitbart News also reported that Ossoff wants licensing 
for all semi-automatic handguns and rifles. Remember what I talked about in the first segment, folks? Remember what I talked about there? That they want you to have to get a license in order to exercise your constitutionally protected right? Yeah. That's what they want to do. You have to get a license. Georgia, we're paying special attention to you. We're we're paying very close attention to you because we know what's coming. We know where these people want to take the country. They want to restrict your rights, and this is where they want to take it. Osloff is a Beto O'Rourke. That's basically what Osloff is. I'm going to use the line that Dana Lash said because it was funny, but it's true. John Osloff reminds me of Beto O'Rourke, just a lot more douchey. This is the guy who ran for Congress in 2018 and got smoked by the incumbent Republican. So now he's taking a shot at Senate. And to be completely honest with you folks, uh, if David Perdue, the only reason this is going to a runoff is because David Perdue didn't meet the 50% plus one threshold in the, in the Senate election. That's why it's going to a runoff. It's the, the same thing with Kelly Leffler, which we're going to talk more about the, uh, about Georgia in the next segment. But John Osloff only had, I think it was 42%, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that, but uh, he was nowhere near 50 and Purdue was just under 50. I think he had like 49.7%. So it was, it was very close. But if this election has taught me anything, and it should tell you this as well, don't take anything for granted. I know there's some people out there that are talking about boycotts and things like that, and that's just a bad idea. So we're going to continue the conversation on Georgia right when we get back from this break. We'll see you then. The Second Amendment Foundation is the most important gun rights organization in existence. Don't believe me? They are responsible for 80% of gun right cases making their way through the court to help get your rights back. Still not convinced? Well, head over to saf.org to learn more. Once there, you can join or donate. Every penny goes to helping them win back your gun rights. The Second Amendment Foundation, winning back firearms rights, one lawsuit at a time. Are you looking for an iconic firearm to add to your collection? Well, look no further than Beretta Firearms. Beretta is the oldest firearms manufacturer in the world, supplying firearms as far back as 1650. In fact, the Beretta 92FS was the primary sidearm for the U.S. Armed Forces. Beretta has all types of handguns, rifles, and shotguns to fit your needs, whether it be home defense or concealed carry. Handgun options include the 92 px4 storm and the new apx series beretta is known for reliability and effectiveness that's why so many military and law enforcement have relied on beretta visit beretta.com to view their selections 
Beretta win the fight. Are you looking for a versatile and unique face shield? Alpha Defense Gear has you covered. Head on over to their website at alphadefensegear.com where you will find everything from face shields, arm sleeves, hats, and more. They even have gear for your dog, which I love because I like to spoil the official American Gun mascot, Chloe. These are troubling times in America. Are you thinking about getting a gun and carrying it for defense of yourself and your loved ones? Would you know what to do if the unthinkable happened? Fortunately, there is an organization that can help, the United States Concealed Carry Association, the USCCA. The USCCA has training, education, and insurance. With a tenacious legal defense, if you ever have to defend the life of you or your loved ones, the USCCA is there for you. That's exactly why I am a member. The American Gun Show is proud to be partnered with the United States Concealed Carry Association. Head over to the American Gun Show Facebook page for exclusive offers or uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. This segment of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the Second Amendment Foundation. Join or donate at saf.org. Now back to the defender of your gun rights, Jason Reed. All right, folks, welcome back to the show, and we're going to continue the conversation about Georgia because Georgia is very critical to us Second Amendment supporters. In addition to what might or might not be passed into law, there are a number of other things on the ballot that these in these races. Second Amendment supporters need to pull together in the state of Georgia to reelect David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. This is what's on the line, folks. The you are literally as it sits right now. There are 48 Democrats to 50 Republicans. If we lose both of these Senate seats, the Democrats will control the Senate. Why would that 50-50 Senate be bad news? Because can we really rely on the rhinos that are in the Senate? I'm talking about Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney. They're less reliable than John Tester and Joe Manchin, who are Democrats. So, would Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, and Susan Collins stand up for the Second Amendment? They don't have good track records on it. So, would they vote for anti-Second Amendment legislation? The other part that could be bad is... Judicial nominations. Look at the last two Supreme Court nominations. Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh. They saw a ununified Democrat op- or unified Democrat opposition. The only thing that changed was Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, 
He voted for Kavanaugh and went against Chuck Schumer and the Democrats. But the only reason that Manchin voted for Kavanaugh was because he was up for re-election. He knew if he voted against Kavanaugh, he would probably be voted out of office in West Virginia. A 50-50 Senate. We could see judicial nominations being passed by Romney, Murkowski, and Collins. Look what happened when Amy Coney Barrett was nominated to the, to the Supreme Court. A lot of us were wondering where Romney stood, where Collins stood, where Murkowski stood. Romney came out and said, yeah, I'm going to vote for her. Murkowski said, I'm not voting for her, then changed her vote. And Susan Collins did vote no for Amy Coney Barrett. So what if the Democrats gain control? A 50-50 Senate under Biden would see anti-Second Amendment extremist Kamala Harris as the tie-breaking vote. Which means there would be no way to stop an anti-Second Amendment judge being appointed to the court. Do you really think that Manchin and Tester are going to stand with us again? This is dangerous, folks. This is very dangerous. This is why Georgia is so critical. We've also outlined very other schemes being pushed by Democrats, such as immigration. They want to do away with the Electoral College. Some of these people are even pushing socialist agendas. And here's the other part. The veto pen that Trump had, that's not going to work anymore. Because a 50-50 Senate would see Mitch McConnell forced to bring up a bill if, even if Pence presided. Now this, of course, is suggesting that Donald Trump wins his legal battles and the reality is I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. But the fact of the matter is if we have a 50-50 Senate, Chuck Schumer runs the Senate. No matter no matter what, he runs the Senate and then Kamala Harris is the tie-breaking vote. The fact that a 50-50 Senate places our rights at extreme risk. Now, do we not only do we risk the Second Amendment rights, we also risk to maintain the majority. To be completely honest with you, I don't see John Osloff or Warnick going and becoming the new... Uh, winning their race because Georgia is Georgia is fairly conservative. Got a lot of gun owners down there and gun owners. I know you're listening from Georgia. I know you guys are listening. I want you to keep this in mind. Not only did John Osloff get endorsed by every town for gun safety and he has Michael Bloomberg's money behind him. Gabby Giffords also endorsed him. 
And it's already bad enough that Gabby Gifford's, Gifford's husband is going to the Senate from Arizona. But Gabby Giffords is endorsing him. John Osloff. Folks, this is this is what I'm talking about here. And what does Warnick plan to do with guns? Warnick has said that he believes that we do not have a right to guns in this country. He's already said that. So this is why this is so, so important. Warnick has come out there and he's masking it just like, just like Ossoff is. Oh, we don't want to take away guns. We just want to pass a few common sense gun measures. Folks, we've already talked about how these common sense gun measures don't work. We brought that up earlier in the show about how California has everything that the Gabby Giffords and the Shannon Wattses and the Chris Browns and the Michael Bloomberg's want to bring to the federal level. We've talked about all of this. And guess what? That doesn't matter to them. What is it? I've, I've asked this question numerous times. What is it about the left's agenda that requires us to be disarmed? Why do they want to put these restrictions on all of us? Is it because they're wanting to... They're wanting to take away our guns and pass some kind of socialist agenda. That's what I think it is. But you have people out there who are like, well, you know, I, I just... Look, I've always said, said this about Second Amendment people. If you utter the phrase, I support the Second Amendment, but... The minute you say the word but, that tells me right there that you don't support anything. Because the Second Amendment is the only right that protects the other rights. My gosh. All right, folks, we are about done here with Hour 1. Give you a quick what's going on on Hour 2. We are going to talk about One Woman's Journey from March for Our Lives to Pink Pistols. We're also going to talk about Third Court of Appeals. Uh, They uphold gun control, so it looks like we have something heading to the Supreme Court. And 101 reasons why I oppose gun control. Or why I oppose gun safety, I should say, not gun control. 101 reasons why I oppose gun safety. Folks, if you guys didn't get a chance to listen in, I was on the Centerpiece Show with my good friend Nick Messer, the voice of reason. Ask you guys, head over and... Find his podcast on whatever podcasts are available, iHeartRadio, or you can head over to Spreaker.com slash Centerpiece Show and, you know, listen to the great conversation that we had there. Uh, Please, I'm asking you very nicely, head over and listen to his show. Give him some love. You know, he's out there fighting for us as well. 
All right, folks, that's going to do it for hour one of the American Gun Show. We will be back at the top of the hour for hour two. Until then, take care of one another, stay safe, and remember, it's our rights, our fight.